0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Yala. Bah- your thrice weekly podcast where we talk about the hottest news, not just once, but sometimes twice, and with a touch of what, parents? A uh, touch of humble,
1: uh, yeah, we made mistakes and we're coming to
0: correct it right now. <laughs> eh, hey, why,
1: why, why, why mistakes? No lie. No, no, don't. No, no, yeah, yeah. Come mis- on, parents. Mis-
0: misconceptions. Misconceptions. misconceptions some say fake news we yeah. limited info admittedly we limited. limited info and, yeah. at that time uh which yes. we will which we will get to but mm. uh, in the meantime this is the middle of the week episode how is mm, your mm. how is the one day been between the last time we recorded the podcast and now man, Terrence?
1: uh it was booked i mean it was uh we we got to uh, go to the google office mm. as guests for the the anniversary celebrations yeah. Uh and uh virtually managed to rub shoulders with Lawrence Wong. We were, We were virtually yeah, correct. yeah, we were basically yeah, you know, like pushed to another room to watch a live stream of Lawrence Wong giving a speech in the in the main Google building. La. Yeah. So um I mean, yeah, I, I appreciated breathing in similar air, the same air within the same vicinity as Lawrence Wong la, but not being able to see him. La. Yeah.
0: Mm mm-hmm. Saw him virtually, <laughs> saw him virtually. Uh, yeah, but yeah, if you yeah. if you are following our following our Insta stories, you would have caught got a glimpse of uh, the event. Uh, mm-hmm. We met some mm-hmm. good friends there as well, uh, good yeah. collaborators we have worked with in the past. Um, yes. I think the photo photos and Insta stories are still up, so you can mm. go check it out. And I mean, there were a bunch of news articles also about some of the announcements that Google made. So yeah. so yeah, it was a it was an interesting interesting event. Interesting. interesting. Event. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we
1: we we yeah, as you know, we started on YouTube. Uh, we've worked with Google on various things and, and yeah, YouTube has been has, has been kind to us. That's why I think uh, yeah, it was also nice for us to be able to go and sort of celebrate
0: their milestone with them. Yeah. yeah, 15 years in Singapore, man. 15 years. 15 years, man. Actually, we went to the first ever, I think the first ever YouTube office, no? the one that was in the ah, yes, tall it
1: was, building. In no, it was the then Facebook took over that, that, that building, yeah, remember? Yeah, correct, correct, correct. Then yeah, f- yeah. Uh, subsequently Facebook moved out, like, I think. Yeah, but initially it was the Google office, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was in just like CBD. one
0: floor, one floor or two floors. Yeah. And now now have got three buildings. So yeah, I guess the point there is that we've been, uh, we are old, uh, we, are old. Yeah, we are old. Yeah, and that as Google keeps growing, yeah. so does this podcast. <laughs> yes, sir, So does our podcast. podcast. We went but, from uh, one, one podcast yeah. a week to two podcasts a week to three <laughs> podcasts a week. <laughs> three. Just like Google. Be- yeah, She's one like, building, go, go. two yeah. buildings, three, <laughs> three buildings. buildings.
1: I'm glad yeah, we're growing I mean, at the same pace. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <Yes>. <laughs> exactly at the same pace.
1: Yes, yes. But yeah, cool, man. All right, but that got... le- does lead us to the plug, uh, the, you know, the plug that we wanted to do as well. I think because uh, uh, like, like you mentioned, you know, like uh, because of circumstances over the weekend and the last couple of days, a lot of news has been about uh, one particular topic. Uh, but also, we going to just shout out, like maybe you, 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 you don't want to keep hearing about 377A and everything. Uh, there's actually a podcast that we did,
0: that we released over the weekend that you might find interesting. And what's that? Um, it is not anchored on any particular news or news cycle or current affair. It is just a very heartwarming story of uh, our guest, Lavania, who is a mother of three. And since last year, she's been dealing with the, di- the diagnosis of a six-year-old daughter with uh, cancer. Like. Mm. So, so yeah, it sounds like it's going to be uh, dark and sad, but just hearing her story and how they're dealing with it is pretty damn inspiring, man. Mm, so, yeah. so, yeah, I guess if, if, you are, if you've been reading all the news, reading all the current affairs, listening to podcasts, and you just want a break, maybe after this, you can just go check that out, man. Mm. And the she link... says
1: something very controversial about Singapore versus Malaysia food. Oh yeah,
0: it was a mic drop yeah. mic moment man. Mic yeah. mic
1: moment. If, if 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 yeah, it was picked up by news outlets it might be bigger news than it's almost like Nancy Pelosi visiting Taiwan that kind of yeah, okay, that Terrence, level of that,
0: Terrence let's not get carried away <laughs> la. let's not get carried away la. okay Terrence <laughs> yes but yes let's not get carried
1: away from the main issue at hand yeah wait the link up to that podcast is in oh, the show sure. notes yeah
0: the link to that ah, okay, podcast yes, is yes. in the show notes yes okay Terrence carry on carry on carrying away
1: Let's not get yeah, let's let's get to the issue at hand, which still is in on everyone's lips and everyone's minds. Uh which is the bombshell announcement of the repeal of three seven seven A in Singapore. Mm-hmm. Uh I mean, gr- admittedly when we recorded our podcast, it was literally like Monday morning, like the ten thirty AM. Yeah, the morning after. So you're still like groggy, getting up hungover, still like ass- assessing everything. But now a lot more responses, a lot more clarifications have rolled in. And we are, I think we felt like it was a good time to like revisit everything with a little more clarity on what's going on now, right?
0: Yeah, because on Monday morning when we did the broadcast, the main research we had was uh, PM Lee's NDP, uh, NDR, the National Day mm. Rally, as well as mm. the bunch of more factual, or like the the articles that have been written thus far. yeah um, hey, can I just just,
1: before you carry on, can I just clarify something? Yeah. Is it me? Is it just me? Or are they trying to make NDR like a thing as an acronym? Because I, I, I don't remember before saying anyone calling the National Day of Rally NDR 2021-2022. Yeah. Yeah, I, I
0: don't recall either. Yeah,
1: so no, it's, it's a new thing, lah, right? Like probably the comms team or what they decided, oh, now we're going to like NDR 2020, whatever.
0: But NDR, doesn't it stand for something else? NDR, NR.
1: You think it LDR, Near, near, long-distance relationship no, and near-distance no, no, no. relationship. No, there's something <laughs> like, that's like written... when, when a Singaporean, when a guy lives in Pai Leva and a girl lives on the, in Jurong. That's an no, NDR. No, no. <laughs> no that's an LDR. No, L is overseas, la, you know, but in Singapore's context. Also like oh, near-distance. The, the near-distance, but it's still a distanced
0: relationship. Like. No, there's, oh, there's NB, which is written at the end of emails or something. NB, is it? Nota Banner or something. Is it? NB, you know, NB... Oh, shit, your age is starting to show. I have no, <laughs> no clue what you're talking NB, about. NB acronym means nota nota bene, which means like uh, mark well, which means uh uh. Yeah, yeah, it has
1: nothing to do with NDR. There's like two, like thirty three percent more letters in the acronym. You know, thirty three percent more letters. <laughs> oh no, no wait, fifty percent more. What am I saying? Yeah.
0: No, I'm telling you, NDR. There's some other acronym that I cannot remember. Um, okay. Yeah, okay, okay, but but yeah. But
1: I mean yeah, I mean I'm just I'm just calling out that that yeah, that everyone's trying to make it a thing, the media, the the government, NDR. Yeah. But actually, yeah, that's true. Yeah, Even I just used it. Even I just used it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I was like, you know, we have NDP. Now NDR is a is a thing as well. So there's gonna be a lot of ND some things that we need to remember going
0: forward now. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Maybe you should ask yourself also if you're (laughs) listening, have you been using NDR? Yeah. You know, that is the best question to start your Wednesday or Thursday or Friday with. Correct, correct. Okay. Yeah, okay, sorry. Cool. Carry on yeah. The what the fuck was, was I saying? <laughs> what was I saying? What was I saying? You're saying uh, that we
1: on Monday we basically only had the ND the NDR National Day rally as our source of information as to what was happening,
0: right? Oh yeah, 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 correct, correct. Um so so there was um since then there have been interviews with the uh, Minister of Finance and uh soon to be PM Lawrence Wong. Uh, uh, Edwin Tong uh, as mm. well as the man himself Sean Mugum uh, mm, to, right. to clarify questions or, or sentiments they have been seeing online and there was one interview uh, with Sean Mugum by uh, some ST Streets Times correspondents um, yep, yep. and on CNA uh, there was an interview with uh, Edwin Tong and Lawrence Wong at the same time la. Mm-hmm. so right. those, those interviews are on YouTube the one with Lawrence mm. Wong and Edwin Tong is about 18 minutes the one with Sean is I think about 30 half minutes an yeah, half an hour half an hour right yeah. but if you watch on yeah. double speed um, mm. yeah so, so but, but I mean I w- you, why, why would you
1: encourage people to watch those uh, if anything
0: um, I think they give more context about why the government ended up doing what they did. uh, They clarify mm. certain questions that even I had, like when we recorded a mm. podcast on Monday, looking back, yeah, there were things that uh, we kind of concluded or alluded to, which now there's more clarity on. Uh. So we figured, mm. okay, mm. there's been so much talk. There have been statements put out by the religious organizations, the non-profit uh, activist groups. So we figured, mm. okay, maybe it's time for an update, man. Yeah, it's and an I update. also think that
1: the, I mean, yeah, like they make the clarifications on what the, uh, the constitutional changes will be, yeah. Uh, but actually, the the when you listen to the full interviews, you get little nuggets of how they personally feel about the situation, uh, You know, especially mm. uh, with with, with Shamugam, as well as Lawrence Wong as well. Uh. So it's a, it's a it tells you a little bit about what I mean. Obviously, they're saying this the the main message that you know the the everyone is supposed to say. But they're also revealing things about themselves and their own personal views that I think are quite interesting. You psychoanalyze them. I mean, that's the point of watching the interview, is Because you can read it in the newspaper, you can read the transcript, but you don't see like how the how it was delivered or the or the expressions on the face and, and the general mood when he's talking about something like that. So I mm. think it's, it's it's actually pretty interesting for anyone who's interested in this issue to just uh you know, yeah, watch through the interviews, even double speed is fine. You you you, you 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 might be surprised that yeah
0: yeah so so I mean maybe I'll just give a, a brief overview of what they cover before we dive deep and share mm. our, own, our own thoughts la. so yeah. um yeah for for Lawrence Wong and Edwin Tong uh they were they gave some context, even, even Shambugam. so so what mm. what I'm gonna uh, talk about is the things that they all covered uh first mm. of all why is it risky for 3778 to be ruled unconstitutional la? Um, mm. They clarified, yeah, why the move was made um, to to protect the definition of marriage in parliament. Um, oh, like, no, I got to get this. I got to get this clear. <laughs> okay. So, okay.
1: Um, everyone, everyone, hold on to your seats. So, uh, he's so, just, he's <laughs> embarking. This is like the part where Tom Tom Cruise like is about to leave for his mission already. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, so so one thing that became clear to me from watching those and even hearing from friends uh and who were talking about it is that I think my impression uh or maybe what we alluded to on the previous podcast was that the definition of marriage will be enshrined in the constitution. La. But mm. the reality mm. is it is not the definition of marriage. It is just mm. uh, putting into the constitution that parliament will be the one to decide the definition of marriage. And, and it cannot be challenged
1: in court, la, right?
0: Yeah, correct, correct. Yeah. So, so all, all, I mean, the, the, what's that saying is that it can still be changed in future, but parliament mm. will be the one to to decide. La. And yeah, because yeah. parliament will be the one to decide, uh, it depends on the ministers of parliament who form the parliament or uh, the uh, members of parliament, sorry, members of yeah. parliament. So they they all clarified that uh, they gave context of why, uh, three seven seven a cannot be enshrined in the constitution, nor can, mm. uh, nor uh, the definition of marriage being enshrined in the constitution. Um, they talked about their approach to thinking about uh going down this path as opposed to mm. going to either extreme, uh, yeah. which we can get into, and yeah, they just gave a lot more backstory and context, mm-hmm. So. It it did help, but it also led to some other questions for me. But, mm. uh, but what about, what was your initial thoughts from watching those those? Uh, yeah, I mean, those interviews? Yeah,
1: yeah, I think the the only thing I would add on to what you say also is, uh, I think Shamungan really went into the weeds. Uh. He, mm. basically, he basically referenced the last constitutional challenge to 377A. And he talked about how the courts basically, there were three articles in the constitution that that, um, you know, were, were grounds for challenging uh, 377A. Like. And I, the idea is that, um, you know, the Constitution is this, like, uh, it's a document that the basically... The law of the land. The law yeah, the land. it states out what the law of the land is. So, and and in particular, it's one Article 12, Article 12 that is about the e- uh, Equal Protection uh, Act, like, I think. Basically, like, that that that, that uh, equal... I, I can't remember exactly what it is. Like. I'm paraphrasing slightly, and I could be inaccurate. But it's about you know, that everyone should be equal under the eyes of the law and everything. La. So, so his idea, his point was that the courts um, basically dismissed uh, challenges to other articles, ch- specific Article 9, Article 14. But for Article 12, which was about equality, let uh, me, I mean, I mean can, can I just pull it up because it, yeah. I think it's important I mean, just to get the, it accurate. La. Yeah,
0: the, the Article 12 of the Constitution includes a provision that all persons are equal before the law and entitled to the equal protection of the law. Uh, yes, equal
1: protection of the law. So, so yeah. equal protection of the law. So, that means uh, it guarantees all persons equality before the law and equal protection of the law. So, when, when challenged in, when Tristan said it was challenged in court, it was saying that, it basically saying that, yeah, you know, uh, gay sex between two men is a private matter. Why is that criminalized? So, it's not, there's not, uh, so they're not being protected, equally protected by the law, la, you know, compared to other people, lah. Mm-hmm. right and apparently the result was that the the judges essentially ruled that um it was not for them to judge at this point of time la. and uh and 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 i think Shamugan's point was that yeah you know it it means that they can't judge on it now but they can judge on it in the future and they will judge on it in the future la, right yeah uh, but but then that's where he you know he's 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 basically building the narrative that it's uh it's very dangerous to let this contentious issue, contentious social, political issue be decided by the courts rather than, uh, you know, the responsibility should be taken by parliament to decide it lah.
0: Yeah. And I mean, from what I understand, the risk of it being challenged in future, uh, in court, is that, let's say the court does rule that 377A mm. uh, goes against Article 12 and mm. is therefore unconstitutional. Um mm. It could it could uh make the judgment, and then after that, a lot of the policies that are based on current laws and current um uh, constitutional laws would be impacted, So, yeah.
1: so, that, so would be, I think yeah. what you mean is like marriage, right? Specifically, yeah, marriage, housing, cause, marriage, cause and later housing. someone, yeah, I mean, uh, let's say uh, what they're saying is that let's say a uh, uh, a gay couple then challenges under Article Twelve of the Constitution challenges that. Why can marriage only be between a man and a woman? It can mm-hmm. also be between two consenting uh, adults, uh, right? Two consenting uh, gay adults, and then subsequently, because of that, it will affect uh, housing policies, education policies, and, and, and school, even schooling policies, uh, right? Yeah. So um, that's where, uh, yeah, that's where the danger, so to speak, is uh, when if a is struck down by the courts, uh,
0: And I would imagine, I would imagine that it doesn't even need to be a direct a claim that uh 377 uh, like uh, like w- why why is gay marriage not allowed but I can mm. imagine that if there is enough evidence to prove that this gay couple has been discriminated against or does not get uh, the equal treatment from the law mm. uh it goes against the constitution right yeah. so yeah, that could right. have the uh, ripple ripple effects lah right? so yeah. i mean essentially what i got from the interview is that the government... Oh, okay, I have some drilling by a neighbour in the background. I don't know if you guys can hear it. Is it loud? I, I, I don't hear anything. Maybe Hopefully. that's the government just like... <laughs> you fucking say anything. Uh, this drill <laughs> is going is. to go into your fucking head. Um, yeah, the TikTok is listening yeah, the, to you. <laughs> the, the moment TikTok. you say 377A, there's a phone call. <laughs> or I try to express yes. an opinion on it. Um, yes, yes, yes. But yeah, e- essentially, it is that because there is the risk that 377A might be challenged in court in future and could have all these repercussions on the other policies, let's kind of make that not possible and house it mm. within the parliament so that it's decided by parliament and its members. Mm. Um, That's right. And then also because like um, they, they said that it, the, 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 the traditional definition or the status quo definition of marriage at this point shaped a lot of the policies for housing and education, uh, education school, and all that. like media, yeah. Yeah, so the point is that if something changes, all that is going to be changed. Yeah, uh, yeah, correct. And I mean, like, just watching the Shamugam interview, like, just before I go into my thoughts, uh, the interview itself, like, uh, Shamugam, like, I, I really appreciate his thought process. Like, he'll talk about something and i summarize. Like, summarize uh, this one. There are two points. So, but I can imagine every conversation, like, you go out with him for lunch. He will be like, how was lunch? He's like, I really like the lunch. For two reasons, the <laughs> rice was uh, cooked to perfection and the meat was very yeah. tender. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. It's always like like got this big stuff and then summarize. And then for but isn't Edwin, that a,
1: isn't that a a method that people use to to be more interesting in conversation? Is it? It's like it's like, I mean it's a way what of, kind of, of fuck you know, about you thinking? it. <laughs> you you think of, you think about it, even st- even a, you see like, what is so meta. Even me telling you think about it that makes you stop and listen to what I'm gonna say exactly right. You know, so it's like, Harish, I got two things. There are two reasons why this method of talking to people really draws them in. One, is because you just have to stop and listen to me. Two, is that I have a second a second uh, thing to back up my first point. La. And I see now you just stood there and, and you just stood there and listened to me talk for about 30 seconds, which, and i I'm, I'm not saying anything of substance, like, you know.
0: Yeah, so Terrence, right. I think you're confusing <laughs> uh, attention and courtesy as uh, with uh, someone thinking you're interesting. La. I oh, was yeah, just la, trying yeah. to be polite because I know you, if you have two points, you're on your second point, chances are I don't have to listen to the bullshit anymore. Don't, so I don't yeah, say yeah, anything. Yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah you're, the, you're the interrupting type. La, the interrupter. La, right? <laughs> hey, yeah. fuck you. <laughs> 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 I haven't even finished my statement. I was going to say, oh, you're the
0: interrupter in, in, in the <laughs> you know, room, that I was, kind of. Like, yeah. Baiting you know. to the max. Yeah, I, hmm. I was going to talk about the Edwin Tong and Lawrence Wong interview until you interrupted me. Okay? So let me just get hmm. back on that. Okay, like, okay. I, there was something about the way Edwin Tong was sitting or his mm. eyeline, it looked like he was reading or something. Mm. Um, mm. I don't know. I, I can't imagine it, him reading or something, but I don't know, mm. just watching the video, like the CNA team, if you're filming or something, it just makes me think like, oh shit, he looks at the interviewer, because there were two, right? He looks at the one who asked mm. the question who is on his left, so there's no one on, mm. on uh, further left. And then his eye still goes further left, so it just makes me feel like, oh, uh, okay, is he reading or something? But that's a mm-hmm. that's a side thing. Um, you no, know I mean
1: but but uh, sorry, now now are you done with the point you're yeah, yeah, uh, okay, I'm done. I'm you done. Yeah, okay, I'm I'm done, you. yeah, I'm okay, done, I'm, I'm done. Okay, you, okay. You, you may proceed. <laughs> there was one thing that I noticed about Sha- the shamuga interview that uh a little I wouldn't say annoyed la, but just made me feel like hey, this is not uh this is not a way to conduct an interview when you're talking about such a serious topic. Mm. Um I felt the interviewers were way too smiley. La, way too smiley during the interview. Oh, the interviewers. Yeah. yeah, interviewers. You compare to the mm. CNA one where it was a... I mean, it was quite serious, sit down. Mm. And, and, you know, like, the, they would... Know, they, they even allowed Lawrence Wong and, like you said, Edwin Tong to look off into the distance when they're answering so they can think or maybe, I don't know, look at prompters or something like that. La. But the Shamukun one felt like... They even showed the... In the video, you see him walk in and he's smiling and shaking hands with the mm. reporters. Then when the reporters were asking him certain... Tough questions. They were saying it with such a huge white grin on the oh, face, I like should. almost like, oh, what what do you as a big big shot think about this interesting piece of news? I just want to hear your opinion and I'm not gonna challenge it as a journalist at all, you know? Where when actually they did themselves a disservice because I thought the questions were not bad. There was uh pretty, you know, questions that he needed to make sure that he finessed the answer properly. But the way they just said it with such a big smile, it just felt like um it was more like a collaboration rather than a mm. like a interview, you know. Like answer your I mean, like qu- like let me question your position,
0: you know. No, actually, actually, that's true because there was one question they even asked Shamugam. You know, mm. um, being the face of this, you're almost like the face yeah. of this. What are your yes. thoughts? Like, what the fuck, oh, 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 face of what? Like face yeah. of the discussion uh, uh, leading the the repeal, repeal, repealing of three seven seven eight. Yeah, it mm. just felt like uh. Now that you say it, it did feel. Very different strange, compared right? to the to the tone that the CNA interviewers took, la, Because yeah, yeah. the CNA interviews also asked some tough questions, but right. it felt like there was more weight. And I think you could yeah. even see, like Lawrence Wong, I don't know, like um, he, he was not as smiley because yeah. and um, he used
1: very strong language yeah, the points. Yeah, very strong and, language. Yeah,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. Ah, so straight. But, times. But yeah, so, yeah,
1: that's yeah. why. That's why to me, it's like um, I think they got to know what what they are doing, la. If you are the Straits Times, and this is about three seven seven A. It's got to be a serious sit-down interview lah. Whereas if it's you and me, like a podcast and someone comes in, I mean, we, we're we all about comedy and, and, you know, asking stupid questions lah, like, right? So, mm. so it's, it's, it'll be a very different style of asking a question. But I just felt like, uh, yeah lah, they just sort of shot their own credibility. I mean, shot themselves in the foot
0: in terms mm. of credibility
1: by the way they are presenting the questions. Oh, yeah. yeah, that is
0: true. That is true, Straits yeah. Times. That is true. That is true. But
1: keep the smiles, keep the smiles off the the
0: faces. (laughs) Keep the smiles to the news that you're reporting on the latest bubble tea shop. Okay.
1: Only people only on Yalabat where ministers can smile Smile. and smile at the same time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) But okay, so we have given the context, uh, our thoughts on the interview, but what are your takeaways from it? eh? Um yeah, so I think
1: the especially the I mean the Lawrence Wong one. The the one thing I think that really stood out to me, is, to me was that he literally said that, like you know, um, yeah, the the policies on marriage. I mean, the tr- definition of marriage and the policies regarding marriage will not change under my watch. Yeah, you know, under this PM's watch and under my watch as the PM and if the PAP wins the next election and everything. Uh, so I mean, just taking that statement, I mean, taking it on its face value and uh, projecting the future. You're talking about probably he's trying to say that nothing will change for the next 15 to 20 years regarding this policy.
0: Assuming Uh, he gets
1: two terms or something. Assuming he wins the election and assuming he at least spends the next 10 years as as PM, right? Mm. So, so it's a, it's quite a, you know, it's quite a statement to project the future. And that's why I think even when the announcement was made uh, on a Sunday about repealing 377A, I had some friends who were very like uh, unhappy, unhappy Mm. that, that, that this was uh, that you know this this definition of marriage thing was was tabled in parallel with the repeal of three seven seven a so it just it merely just kills off like okay this is yeah this is not in the works at all for discussion about anything like that lah la.
0: yeah. yeah I I would say watching it I mean I I appreciated the info and the context about okay what could be the repercussions if three seven seven a is challenged in court um there are a lot of social policies economic policies housing policies i don't know whether economic but policies that are based mm. on what the current definition of uh, of a marriage is mm-hmm. but then listening to it it did feel like oh shit um it felt like okay they had to do this um mm. but it was maybe less about the 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 community but just more about having to be in control with what, of what happens. Like. And as a government, that is their role. Mm. But it wasn't the most encouraging in the sense that there was a lot of uh, repeated uh, mentions that, okay, what uh, like the definition of a family, you know, it's based on the, the, the family unit, you know. Mm. So then it just comes to the same thing like, okay, the family unit right now is defined a certain way. It didn't, it, it felt like there was no room for that to evolve in the short term, like. Um, yeah, and yeah, when yeah. Sharmugam was giving the context of like, okay, uh, if it is challenge record and there will all be the, be this repercussions, yeah, I get it. But then it just feels like uh, you, you they, uh, what was done now was done so that to avoid any, it's more like a de-risking measure. It's a de-risking correct, measure correct. as opposed to really trying to address the issue. So. Mm. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm, I'm not part of the, the LGBT community, but listening to it, I feel a little more like, uh, okay, this is what it is today mm. as opposed to Monday. Mm.
1: But, but actually, I did, that's why I felt like the Shamugam interview was quite uh interesting for me. In mm. the sense that you we, we know Shamugam, he knows his things about the law, right? Mm. He has all the ducks lined up. He knows exactly how to use the law and what to say. About the law to, to also buttress and uh, to, to, to bolster an argument. La. But hmm. in the middle of the interview, he says a statement that, that really is quite interesting. He says that, you know, he, uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, but generally this is it. La. He says that, yeah, la, you know, we, the government has to make all these difficult decisions. We need to balance social cohesion in Singapore. And, uh, you know, people in the LGBTQ community are friends, families, neighbors, colleagues, workers. And it's only right that we we do not criminalize their sexual orientation behavior and we remove the pain that they experience you know we take away the pain that they experience from this law being around so it's quite clear to me that that I mean that is if you want to say as as uh as humane a statement as as any minister has made about the whole thing now mm-hmm. that is probably it, right is that mm-hmm. yeah that You're empathizing that people feel pain because of 377A and that's why it has to be removed. But can you imagine if that was the crux of the entire argument of repealing 377A? Mm. Can you imagine if they don't talk about this whole constitutional law thing and all that and just say that, oh, it's because as Singaporeans, we need to empathize with each other and there's one community feeling pain and we need to remove that pain from them.
0: Oh, you so know, you're saying like from a comms perspective, that mm, could have been given more weight. If it was if it's true, right? If it, you know, I'm yeah. saying it could have given more weight. But it would not fly. I
1: think it wouldn't be as uh because it's not as it's trying to appeal to the heart and not to the mm. logic side of things as much. Mm-hmm. So if that was the crux of what why they were doing this, saying that, oh, you know, social you know, social morals have, have changed and, and this is and we need to care for minorities or that. I don't think it would have been as strong an argument to get everybody on the same page. Whereas now, when you add in that, 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 the idea of, you know, it's, oh, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's some, there's a legal wrangling over this issue and, you know, it's very complex and everything. Then it feels like, okay, there's a, there's a logical reason why we need to do this. And, and that makes it a much, uh, I, I feel like it makes it a much, um, I mean, it's still a bitter pill but it's still a pill that can be swallowed by, by people in general when they try and see the logical side of it. But but, it is, mm. but granted, given that we were confused about it and we made, had misconceptions about it, it's not an easy perspective to, to, to put forth, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. And I mean, there was no way that PM Lee could have gone into that sort of detail during the NDR, um, yeah, NDR. Uh, formerly known as National Day Rally, uh, now yeah. NDR. <laughs> um, so I'm sure this kind of stuff they could see it like there would need to be a follow-up interview and all. But but yeah, going back yeah. to what you say, what you're saying is that the approach they took, which is grounded in more logic because okay, logic, if you law, legal, yeah, If you yeah. watch the video with an open mind, I mean, I you can see the logic. You can mm. understand the context. You can disagree right. with it, but you can't deny that, okay, there is a thought process behind it and there is mm. there are reasons why they took that approach. Mm. Um and what you're saying is that yeah, that one Ultimately, still works better than something that is more emotional.
1: Yeah, because I I think I said it before where, where this this issue will take some mm. uh, uh, some bold leadership that is willing to take a political hit lah. But how you sell that bitter pill to people is uh is the that's the 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 proof of the in the pudding. Right? That's the the reason that you are paid money as a minister and everything. Like how you sell it, and I think they've decided to go full on on the you know this is a, there's a legal conundrum going on here and uh you know, we we need to amend make sure that this conundrum doesn't come to the forefront and everything like you know
0: mm-hmm. and
1: they're, they're, so that's because, because technically like the Straits time like I said the Straits times interviews they ask good questions that good, good questions uh, you you already have discussed this before so it's not like this is something new so why now and and not later or anything like that like you know and and i think he, they just make the point that you know just given what has been happening uh, and And the potential that it could get struck down in the future, we need to act now la yeah
0: mm, mm, mm. that is yeah, yeah. true but but I but mean just also
1: and just coinciding with the fact that we are switching mm-hmm. prime ministers, we are you know start, Lawrence Wong needs to start on a fresh slate and and everything like right so yeah. there is, there might this might be the window of opportunity that they thought, okay, it has to happen now la.
0: but um have you seen any reactions from people in the community? Uh, the, you LGBT mean LGBTQ community. community. Yeah, LGBTQ community.
1: Uh, I mean, I have heard a couple of uh, a bit, a bit, quite distressed, lah, You know that that uh, yeah, lah, Now our status as uh second class citizens it's... uh is confirmed. It's confirmed. Mm. Like I said, like like Lawrence Wong, as long as Lawrence Wong remains his uh, PM, it's not going to happen under his watch. Lah. but I think that like the last podcast you mentioned, so there's still the. It's still the idea of civil unions that uh, is not mentioned, uh, Right? They yeah. mentioned they will enshrine marriage, fine. But how about civil unions? Because I I did get a very uh, uh basic question that made me like eh, sit back and think a little bit. I was, I was like, okay, so what if a gay couple gets married outside of Singapore mm. and then comes back to Singapore? Uh, like, what happens, to uh? you know? Do they? Do they? Are, is their marriage even recognized for for whatever for whatever reasons? You know, mm. and. Uh, I mean, I thought about it at first. I was like, oh yeah, actually, that's such a such a complex, deep question. I didn't think about it. I'm thinking, no. But a lot of people get married. They, they are married overseas and then they come they Singapore. Come and then, <laughs> yeah, they don't they don't <laughs> become single just because they're in Singapore, right? You know? Yeah. Uh, like, like when I'm talking about heterosexual couples, uh, it's, it's, so the, their marriage is recognized because they got married in a place where it is. Yeah, it's recognized. It's you know recognized know what? Uh, however you get married, whether you got married in Vegas or you got married in, you know, uh, in, in, in some far-flung part of the world or what, uh, but yeah. the point is that it's still recognized, and the the at least at at least the basic things are right like like you know like if your your will or your or, or if let's say you got a very serious illness in the hospital and only one person can come visit you it has to be someone in your direct family right and then would your would your spouse or partner be be that person right you know all mm. these things I think these basic things uh can be addressed as part of a civil union law right if mm. if a civil union. Concept is implemented in Singapore.
0: The CNA interviewer did ask Lawrence Wong about the possibility of a civil partnership, civil union, mm, mm, mm. Uh, and I, and I believe his response was like they have no intention of changing uh, the definition of marriage at this point, lah, At this point, mm. but that's yeah. marriage, yeah. That's marriage, you know. Yeah.
1: So, civil union is uh, not a it's not a marriage, but
0: technically. True, you know, true. Really but I can I think the the argument can go can go both ways. Like it all depends on the definition of marriage, and uh, fair, so fair. that's where it feels like okay. Then now, like um maybe previously it feels like, okay, if you take it to court, there's a chance. But then now, mm, uh, no chance. I mean, I mean may- maybe it has inspired a bunch of individuals to be like, okay, this can only be settled in parliament. I'm going to start yeah. my path to become an MP now yeah. and in 10 years yeah. time, I'm going to make the change and that would be well, fucking great if it inspires them uh, well, Not
1: just start a path, start a party. Start a party. Really. Ah, That's so literally right, what correct. the challenge that Trump, I'm going to said. Okay, so if you want to change this, you know, go into politics, uh, you know, fight for election, win the votes and then form a government. Yeah, exactly. That's literally what he, 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 he I'm paraphrasing what he said, but yeah, that's the
0: challenge he laid down to anyone who wants to challenge it. Yeah, yeah, he's throwing down the... The, the, the gauntlet, the, the gauntlet. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, like I, I was I was glad that those two interviews happened uh, because mm, it mm. just fe- it felt like it wasn't something that they announced and then boom, it's set in stone. Um, yeah. And even at this point, there is no confirmation when it will be repealed. There is mm. no date on when it will be brought up in parliament. So a lot yeah. of things um in the air, up in the air. But the fact that they did that and the fact that the conversation is still going on to the point that mm. we needed to do a follow-up podcast. Uh, yeah. I, think it's good, I think it's good. I think it's good. I mean,
1: uh, the interesting thing also is that we, uh, Lawrence Wong was at a Google event. Yeah. We mentioned that uh, he was giving a speech at a Google event. I was just thinking, wow, literally on Monday, he probably had to do he had to do interview about 377A. And next morning, and here he is, you know, celebrating Google's birthday, uh, and everything like. Maybe that's I'm wondering why they how shack he is or what la.
0: Maybe that's why they put us in a separate room also Because you know <laughs> we'd be like, uh, sir, sir, so can I see you what she you you yeah, says, sir? <laughs> sir, question, sir. Sir, question. Yeah. <laughs> so they're like, okay, these people need yeah. to need to make them watch the live stream.
1: Need to make them watch the live stream. I think they, they probably went through the guest list and then, yeah. hmm, who are the rebel, the potential rebel rousers in this group lah. Yeah, hmm, banana safe. Okay, one Banana goes to the main room. <laughs> hmm, Ministry funny, <laughs> yalla
0: but um, Yeah, live stream. Yeah, live stream. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. correct, 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 But, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, at the end of it, like, w- like what is your, your sentiment now or, or like, what, 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 is, what are you taking away from this whole past few days uh? Because who knows? Friday we might need to do yeah. another podcast to follow up because there's some monumental update who again. Knows. Yeah. Who knows? Uh, who knows? I mean, I, I, I think,
1: uh, I think the interviews have, have shed a bit of light on to to me at least. Shambu uh, one like about how you know, even their own personal views about some of these things also. No no no, I'm not I'm not resolving saying like you know like oh he's a, he's actually a, uh he's a damn good guy and he you know he. He has empathy for people. And I'm not. I'm not saying that, but it's just. Uh, it's just clear to me that they. It's a very political, uh, calculated political move that they're doing now, mm. la, Based on the timing, based on uh, you know how they have been arguing it, pushing it along, and and um, yeah, and basically this barrage of of uh, you know appearances and in media interviews and all, and the assurances that Lawrence Wong is giving, uh, it is yeah, it's quite clear to me that they they see the window of opportunity now and, and they're doing what is probably politically the the, mm. the most calculated move they can do. So I don't, I don't get any sense that, you know, these are, oh, these are evil people who, you know, just want to, who don't, who can't empathize with, with minorities or anything mm. like that. Mm. Yeah. So so that's that's the sense I get. And and like, I, I keep mentioning, you know, the, 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 not say loophole, but the potential of you know civil unions and all that being being uh in uh, being something in the future like like we mentioned like Tim cook you know being the most prominent uh talent you know corporate talent and all that is from the l g b t q community mm. uh we 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 want to attract more talent and and, and make them feel welcome in Singapore, lah, right so what is the what is the best approach for that like yeah everyone mm. has to think about that though
0: yeah um i think i think for me it is just looking at everything else that was bubbling up, uh, one thing, I mean, we've been speaking about the minister's responses, but a lot of reg- religious organizations have also put out responses. Um, mm. I know one non-profit group has started a survey to mm. talk, ask parents which is what among uh, the, a list of eight are their top concerns about uh, their kids growing up in a society that where 3778 is repealed, which mm. is just, um, it's very divisive la. Uh, and mm. and as as opposed to the statement put out by muis you know, mm. I think I think it's, I think Moise put out a very thoughtful v- statement.
1: Very, very, uh, yeah, very, almost introspective as, at points as yeah. well. Right? Yeah, yeah. I
0: mean, shout yeah. out to Moise, man, because they're yeah. comms person. Shout out to you because they they did a very good job balancing what um the meaning of uh religion or Islam is um how your beliefs and your faith still needs to be balanced with compassion and empathy for other individuals la. and that mm. you can find a compromise and you, you should still never discriminate never harm um, uh, people just because of their own beliefs or uh, things that they individually believe in so mm. it's quite a long statement uh, we'll put a link in the show notes but I had some friends who I know uh, uh, not Muslim and have certain thoughts about 377A but even mm. like they said this was a very good statement. You know, like um mm. you can be of any religion, you can be any any belief. You read it, you're like, okay, this I look at it, I'm like, okay, this is this is cool. This, this mm. is a, a step forward. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and then a lot I I got what I got from it was they're also saying that, you know, uh rather than really fighting about it in the public sphere and all, you know, the the, the best way to show to show uh to, to, to argue your point also is to live the values of the religion right you know live the positive values of the the religion and, and show that to the world right yeah uh so, so yeah that's why i said introspective in the sense that it makes people like okay uh yeah don't, just don't don't think about your, yourself solely in the for, uh, through the guys uh, through the lens of religion think of, about yourself as an individual in the lens of that you live in a you know a, a wider community a wider society where where everyone values peace and harmony as well, right? Yeah. So I thought it was a yeah. I thought it was a pretty well-worded uh, statement that they put out. Yeah. I
0: mean, just to give an example uh, of, of some of the things they said, like uh, under the section on marriage and sexuality, they start off, Islam emphasizes the building of families through marriage between male and female as the basic foundation of society. And then mm. they go on to talk about how they see that as the unit of marriage. Like, but in the last paragraph, uh, four paragraphs later, uh, in that section, they say, Differences in worldviews and values are to be expected. In Islam, we are taught not to judge or condemn individuals even though they had committed clearly harmful or wrong actions. Our role Mm, is to mm. merely offer advice and wise counsel based on the teachings of our faith. So, Mm. I mean, of course, you can argue clearly harmful and wrong actions, what are they referring to? But the fact that they could use these sort of statements, which in and of itself, you can imagine it going one way, Balancing Mm, it with mm. the other thoughts, I thought, yeah, it's just a worthwhile read. I still disagree with some stuff, they say, but that is the point. You can Mm, have disagreements, but be respectful. And then on the the minister policy side, I think it still feels like, okay, while this thing has been done um, and while we are still a long way from having the definition of uh, marriage evolve, it feels like, the fact that I think, I think I, I appreciate the context that was given or the way they tried to explain mm. it as opposed to just a top-down hammer approach. And yeah. it feels like, okay, everything has been done over the past few years with Ping Dot and all the activism has mm. resulted in something and yeah. it is just, there's more to be done. La. And mm. Mm. where we can support or, or argue or debate, we will, we will try. La. Yeah. Yeah, that's we right. We will try. It's a, uh, yeah. yeah,
1: it's a, that's so, why I mean, I, I, yeah. This won't be the the last time we discuss this issue. So, like, yeah. I'm pretty and I
0: mean, confident. it's such a contentious issue that I have like fucking. I can't even count the number of tabs I have open. Though. My computer's slowing down because of the number of tabs I have open. Yeah,
1: but isn't that like every day for you?
0: No, 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 no. no. Today is exceptional. <laughs> yeah. Today is a oh, high tap day. Oh my Today God, is a yeah. high tap day, man. High tap day. Yeah, yeah, I can't imagine. Because Harish yeah, is one of those guys where you I'm open the tab screen. Up. The tap. The
1: tab is basically the the individual width. It's the width of your little finger each oh, tab is your little, little finger, finger is you
0: can squeeze in two tabs there bro <laughs> <laughs> Squeeze in two tabs
1: yeah kids do not do this at home man. it's very eh, unproductive
0: hey eh, don't give me the shit it's my tabs the... are all very well organized i know exactly where what is and if you can manage it i highly recommend it if you can't yeah, then ok yeah, la yeah yeah if you can you tab... can you can manage the tabs
1: yeah your tabs is uh, your tabs are like the tiktok the TikTok of tabbing, it, like, basically a lot of, wow, a lot of stimulation, a lot of different things. Hey, no, no, and no, Just no, no, keep no, no. Being bombarding
0: you. Which no, brings no. us to... It's organized info. Hey, don't it. just, don't just segue without <laughs> letting me squeeze in something. It's just organizing okay, okay. info in a systematic way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yes. So, okay, uh, now you carry on. Now you carry on. Speaking of, yeah uh, you know, in information
1: in a systematic way. yeah hmm. uh, you know, I think our next story is about one of the social media giants. Also, using info that they can glean from your from you. Uh in a very uh systematic but secretive fashion now, right? Yeah. Yeah. So what what is this who is this social media giant and and what has been revealed recently? Uh
0: so it is TikTok, TikTok, you know, TikTok, TikTok, mm-hmm. TikTok. Um and um there's there has been a lot of more more and more attention uh on the findings of a software researcher uh, who published a report, Mm. Um, basically he kind of tested a bunch of social media apps and found that uh, the only one who does this is TikTok and what what he's referring to is Mm. that you know when you click a link in a social media app it might not open up the, your browser of choice like Chrome, Safari mm. or Firefox. It doesn't leave it doesn't leave the app to your yeah. to browser app, right? Yeah. yeah, it doesn't leave your browser app uh, that, that social media app into the browser app and it just opens a window yeah. where you go to yeah. the website. La. So what mm. he found is that uh, TikTok injects uh, a bunch of lines of code that gives them mm. the ability to track what you do on these external websites including what mm. you fucking type.
1: Yeah so your credit card details also possible yeah Yeah
0: your, what you type I think even if you don't enter it is is following your keystrokes lah. So yeah. you read it you're like oh shit and then I think what TikTok said when pressured was that they don't, it's there but they don't use it which is the worst mm. fucking answer you can give um mm. and yeah of the seven the, apps so so Kraus yeah. this guy yeah he's, he's uh Felix Kraus his name yeah. Um, yeah. And he tested seven apps la, which is TikTok, Facebook, Facebook Messenger, Instagram, Snapchat, Amazon, and Robinhood. Uh, mm. on on iPhone. He didn't test the Android. Mm. Mm. But TikTok. They, they, he, yeah. I think
1: TikTok specifically said that the JavaScript code in question is used only for debugging, troubleshooting, and performance monitoring of that experience. That means, yeah, like, it's just to. They say it's meant just meant to optimize the user experience. La. Yeah,
0: but but I mean that's just for key strokes lah but tiktok instagram and mm. facebook both track taps on websites mm. and mm. uh they also monitor when people highlight text on websites so mm. his whole point is that these sort of of extra lines of code right is not a mistake mm. it is a mm. conscious thing lah so then it becomes like oh shit uh i mean okay i think everybody knows or has heard rumors that okay tiktok tracks everything you know they understand you they 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 mm. they rewire your brain and shit, but the threat is always like a bit of a distance away like. But reading mm. this, yeah. I was like, oh shit! And then got like con- like in parallel with how TikTok fucking consumes you man. The moment I open up TikTok, right, I know if I don't actively force myself away from it, like I just lose minutes. Yeah. I just lose minutes. It, of it's, time.
1: it's basically like <clears throat> the moment you open it, it just bombs you with content already. Yeah. It's like almost like hypnosis, hypnosis like that it, it just draws you in. whereas other apps, you just kind of still open it and then there's sort of like homepage and then there's sort of like, okay, you, Notification then you start your journey, yeah. you start your engine and then, okay, I'm going to go down this deep hole, this deep spiral of Instagram thirst traps and everything. Yeah. But TikTok doesn't do that. It just straight away, just boom, here's something for you to watch now right yeah. now,
0: you know? Like like Facebook still shows you like five years ago, you did this before you became mm. an asshole, right? Yeah. And they show <laughs> pictures or shit like that with music. Um, yeah. But well, TikTok, first of all, is an ad, and then you go up, yeah. and it's just like drug, drug hit yeah. after drug hit after drug hit. Yeah, but
1: but so so I mean, I pointed out because it really is like almost like, it's like how you see a lot of parents do it with their children now. Huh? You want them to sit down and 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 eat their lunch. The first thing you do is just stuff a they, they, you know stuff a iPhone or iPad in their face, and mm. then the kid just gets hypnotized already, and then they slowly. Every time they bring the spoon to their mouth, the kids just eat and eat and eat. Is that what that's you, why I think what you do? That's also? what I think TikTok is doing is doing to us as as uh, adults and social media users, lah. You know? Yeah.
0: Because then okay, then Terrence, how if I got two more minutes till my bus comes? What to do? I got not enough time to listen to a podcast, to read an article, yeah. to watch a yeah. video. Uh I don't want to go on Twitter. So what else to yeah. do, Terrence? Uh I mean, we
1: are on TikTok, right? You know, we use TikTok. So Like you, I very consciously, the moment TikTok opens, I quickly switch to my own profile page, our own profile Mm. page, and just like, and then just look at our page there first. And that's how I just gather myself before I decide, okay, do I really want to engage
0: with Yeah, you can't even start on your own profile. You can't even start. You have to actively fucking click on your own
1: Get away. It's almost like you enter, then you have to, you enter a house and you have to run away from, you know, all the children in the living room. and All the drugs. All the drugs. (laughs) All the drugs. People
0: doing drugs in your
1: home. So it's like, I don't know, man. It's a, uh, I mean, I guess that's the way of, of really like drawing you in. But the this thing, yeah, this thing about the keystrokes, I think is uh um, it, it's interesting like, because it, it it kind of like you know I I I think my one my one true things was the Land of the Giants podcast where, uh, if, if anything that I'm gleaning from the podcast, when you really do a deep dive into how every, uh, big tech company was founded, one thing you realize is that the even up to today, the the tech, these companies still do, to some extent, reflect the ethos of the the original founders of the companies, like you know. Mm. And uh, TikTok is probably the the latest biggest, uh, the latest uh, big tech company, like right, ByteDance and everything. And and what is the ethos? And no one, I think, no one has done that deep dive yet into what is the ethos of the the founders of the company, and 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 you know how do their personal Views and and ethos about about uh, a lot of these issues of privacy surveillance, all that. Right? How does that uh, you know lead to the current experience you have on their platform? Uh? uh so it like like what you said. I do think it's quite troubling because these things don't happen by accident. Uh, these lines of code being in there don't happen by accident. It's put there for a reason. It's put there, and you know, if they can use it without being without being found out, they probably will. Mm-hmm. You know, and then. Now, now that people are calling it out, it's probably a good time to yeah think about how how your data is being tracked and used in TikTok.
0: But you think people like how many people do you think give a shit? How many people give a shit? Like, uh, we'll actually, I mean, like, like, as we are talking about this, yeah. how many people do you think have switched off and uh, switched off, switched off TikTok? About... Already. <laughs> <laughs> switched no, to they TikTok. really left the app.
1: They really left the They're app. Like,
0: uh, they it's, it's two people complaining yeah. about social media apps again and how they get all their data. I'm done. Yeah. I'm gonna go choose what I want to eat for lunch. Yeah,
1: no, I mean, just right. credit card details. That's kind of scary, right? Like the fact that if you type in your credit card details, uh, it's it's being recorded already, lah. Uh, regardless of what they say that they safeguard you all know, that, the fact that it's being recorded, it's kind of scary,
0: lah. yeah. Yeah, but then, but then you know, like uh, I guess it's just the 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 the. the, the, the Hint on big tech, lah. Because, well, mm. if you think about other apps that you use, they mm. probably track a whole bunch of shit, also. But the difference mm. here is, yeah, like When you go to websites that could be even protected, could could vow to not track anything. TikTok is mm. TikTok might track it, la. TikTok might track yeah, me. they might track it.
1: Yeah, yeah. And the, I mean, the one damning thing is that the, I think the researcher also the guy also said that uh, TikTok doesn't give you even give you an option to open it up in another browser. It's the only mm. social media app that doesn't give you the option to open it up in your default browser on your phone. La. So it's almost like they, yeah, like they don't want you to leave. La. They want you to stay in their ecosystem such that they can keep tracking you. Mm. So, I mean, that's hopefully that, that, I mean, that can, so, so they can amend, they can amend that, right? If they really want to, if they really care about the concerns of, of, of users. Uh, yeah. they can amend that la, and allow users to choose to go out of the the app into the in, the, uh, in the, into that yeah. default browser. La.
0: Yeah, yeah, I, I think so. I, I I
1: would say, you know, I mean, you know, like, of course, you know, like, social media, who cares? All they're all the same, they're all evil. But there's little, little incremental steps that everyone they can and they should take if they really care about uh, what you as a user thinks are And yeah. likewise, there's incremental steps you can take to protect yourself, la, is, don't open the, you know, click on links in, in TikTok if you can as much as possible. La.
0: Yeah. So then, I mean, then it also affects uh, people like us, right? Because we are like, oh, you Correct. know, click on the link in the show notes. TikTok, yeah. TikTok we don't put links in the captions, la, right? It is... Uh, yeah, because it's all most, mostly short content. So yeah, I think, short content. I
1: mean, our, 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 I think our philosophy is always that if you watch, if you see an interesting clip of us on TikTok, Come and check us out on you know, Spotify and come check us out on you know, yeah. YouTube and other places where we where we really post the full content. La. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. But I mean, like I think the thing is just if you are on the fence whether you care or not, just check out the article. La. I mm. think some of them might be behind a paywall, but we'll also put a link to his report that he published la, that has been yeah, covered by yeah. a lot of different other uh news outlets. La. But is, will this affect your consumption of TikTok oh uh, no way. Eh? <laughs> no. no I think it, no it would it would uh, kind of make me kind of a bit more wary but to be honest um, I think if I were to stop TikTok it would be for other reasons eh? mm, no more thirst traps TikTok yeah no thirst more thirst traps like fucking thirst traps 8am um, in
1: the 8am you know, TikTok check-in when you're on the toilet seat and all that <laughs> Yeah,
0: that has to go, right? <laughs> no, then like there's so much food and dog stuff also because TikTok dog dogs on TikTok are cute. Oh yeah, yeah and now yeah, so yeah. many dogs, so many dog videos. Yeah. And um, I mean, there there are there
1: are a lot. I mean, even at the Google event, when we met a lot of uh, TikTok TikTok creators, content creators, like right? Yeah. And uh, yeah, like, they're just people who are very excited by the possibilities of creating for large audiences. <laughs> uh, and, and one thing that they bring up is how easy it is to create content on TikTok, like right, compared to other platforms as well. So it's not all it's not all doom and gloom and evil, la. There are real people trying to you know create good content on TikTok, uh, yeah, for the world. La. I mean, I mean, good, good meaning. Uh, good is all relative as well, la, Right? What is good, like like you know, uh, different types of content for different people, and, and on TikTok, that's apparently that, that kind of communities are you know like let's say you are very big on ASMR that kind of thing. Those communities mm.
0: really thrive on TikTok as well, la. Yeah. So maybe it just wants you to just take note. Just educate yourself. Be a bit more wary and, mm. yeah. I mean, I'll probably maybe still just okay, jump
1: on TikTok yeah, today. Yeah, don't don't put your credit card details when you are uh, you know click through a link on TikTok right? Mm, uh, mm, maybe that kind of thing. Just be careful. Yeah. Uh, yes. Cool. 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 So, cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. What are your What's your one short comment in the uh, recent days? Wait, uh, Let me pull it up. Do you Do you yeah. have any? Uh, yeah, I think right, the one you comment is of our previous podcast. Mm. I think uh, because it was about three seven seven A, and also uh, there's a po- there's a comment by S G. Shah. you know, where he basically says that we, uh, even he calls out the the Kelvin Cheng's claim that Asian societies have traditionally been more tolerant of uh, alternative lifestyles or sex- different differing sexual orientations and everything Because I think that's something we brought up as. Uh, as a you know how, uh, or at least Kelvin Cheng brought it up as how uh, Singapore has shed itself of of its colonial colonial era hangover right? Mm. Um, but but as Yurisha is saying, if you putting out there that he finds this to be a false claim, considering that half of Asia is in the Middle East of Islamic values that are also uh, anti LGBTQ and pro nuclear family, and uh, and he also brings out examples of how actually is um, you know, secularism and liberalism was originate, originated in the west, la. so mm. that he, he's saying that there's still elements that are, uh, you know, that we are aping the west in, you know, in that way. La. So, I, I think you know, I, I disagree on certain points, but I think it's a interesting comment that he that SG has put forth. And uh, yeah, la, I, I would, would love to hear what people think of this as well.
0: Mm. Yeah. Cool. Uh, yeah, my, my one show comment uh, actually just came in 20 minutes ago. Uh, uh, it, it's uh, by Derek FCW, which kind of sets the context to why I'm glad we did this follow-up podcast because he, he did point out that uh, the, the clarification that we made today, la, that the definition of marriage is not going to be enshrined in the constitution. It is the protection of that definition that, uh, from being challenged uh, constitutionally in the court that is the change. La. So, I mean, if we didn't do this podcast, like, um, I would still appreciate people kind of pointing out certain things that we got wrong because we yeah. are more than willing to admit when we get things wrong. And yeah. I also want to say that he said that our attempts to explain the, the concept simply was, uh, uh, it was bold and he appreciated it. You know, when, mm. when I gave a simple definition that you say, "No, hey, no, no, that's damn complicated. Let me give my simple <laughs> definition. Then you all became fucking complicated also. Yeah, yeah. So at least then, that then a, I think that at
1: the point, at the point, that was the point I realized. Oh fuck, this is it's a little complicated. More complicated. La. <laughs> 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 Everyone who tries to simplify, it, simplify it, ends up like, oh fuck, it's complicated.
0: But at least one yeah. person like found it bold and appreciated it. So, so cheers yeah, yeah. to that, man. Cheers. Yes. Cool. All right. But wow. but I
1: mean, it, it's cool Yeah, yeah it's cool because I think, uh, uh, yeah, you know, it takes us a bit of time to read through and, and really understand the issue as well to try and explain it simply to people.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah cool yeah. okay then what about cool. your one shot thing man um i mean you, you want to go first I, yeah i, I just um, up i recently kind of rewatched a video i saw years ago um back in 20 like it first came out 2010 when i was talking to my fiance recently about uh i don't know like protests or activism or leadership or something um and yeah. I mean, it's, it kind of fits the context of the topic of 377A and all that, the movement against, uh, for repealing it that, that was started. Mm-hmm. It is called How to Start a Movement by Derek mm-hmm. Sivers. I'm sure you've seen this video also. It's like a mm-hmm. three-minute video where uh, he gives a talk at TED. It's a three-minute mm-hmm. video and he just uses a viral, a, a viral at that point video of this one guy dancing at a festival and causing everybody to start dancing the same way to explain mm. the importance of uh, the the first follower. because um, mm. everyone talks about like the leader, everyone talks about the leader, compliments the leader. But he points out that like if anyone has a crazy idea, uh, it is it is more or less crazy until there is someone who agrees with the idea and decides to follow it. Then it becomes the the, the seed of a movement. La. And it's a mm. damn Damn entertaining them insightful video, very short video, but uh, I mean that's why it's like almost ten million views on you on Ted itself. Mm. Now, do you remember, do you have you seen that video? Uh I don't remember, but I've
1: watched a lot of Derek like, uh? videos. Oh yeah. lots of that. Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. yeah so so that, I might have uh, yeah.
0: when I watched it again recently, I was like, oh shit, this this still holds true, man.
1: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: Cool. Cool. Cool,
1: cool, cool. Uh, my one short thing, I can't remember if I, I brought it up before. I don't think so. But it's a, it's a non-fiction graphic novel uh, that I, you know, I bought some time ago. Uh, but it's, it's called uh, mouse M-A-U-S. And it was actually a serialized uh, graphic novel for, that they, they ran from 1980 to 1991. And, and um, in 1992, it, it will actually won a Pulitzer Prize. Mm. But uh, basically, it's by the American cartoonist Art Spiegelman, which mm. was uh Is I mean, it's kind of like a autobiography or, or a, re- a telling from his perspective of his father's experience during World War II and the Holocaust. Mm. Um, and it depicts, you know, uh, you know, uh, Jewish people in the, in the book. Like, it depicts Jewish people as uh, mice. And, you know, like the Polish people as pigs and then the Nazis as cats and everything. So actually, you know, it's actually quite a deep and quite a dark uh, exploration of the Holocaust and the survivor's experience of the Holocaust. Uh. Mm. Uh, but, you know, with with animal characters and all. So the reason I actually bought the book uh, a few months ago and and I've only just really got into reading it, but it's, it's pretty good. Uh, um, is that you know, in 20, early, I think early 2022, the, um, somewhere in the, in the East Tennessee in the US where it was actually voted to be, uh, the the board of trustees for the schools in East Tennessee voted unanimously to remove mouse from the the school curriculum over concerns Mm. that it had profanity, violence, and nudity, you know? Mm. And there was a huge backlash because people were like, why is this uh, book being targeted? For for you know for basically uh, being a very um, insightful uh, exploration of of what the Holocaust experience for uh, you know the, the the a lot of Jewish people uh, during World War Two and and so it was covered by you know this this strange decision by the school board in East Tennessee was covered by media and it led to a backlash that pushed the book to number one on overall on Amazon in January 2022 la. Mm. So basically people were reacting and saying that and disagreeing with the with the removal of the book from the school curriculum. And uh, there was you know the Streisand effect and everyone just rushed to buy the book. La. And so in, I I contributed to that rush as well. And and I bought the book and yeah, I'm just getting into it. And I think it's a pretty interesting book that, that, So it's that, a graphic uh, so It's a graphic novel. Graphic novel. So so yeah, la, it's you know it's thick like a wow. book, but it's it's a graphic novel la, and, and deals with very very, you know, heavy issues about uh, Holocaust and everything. Uh. This so, it, this it's not light reading. It's not light reading. It's definitely for definitely for, for serious discussion and all. But it's a graphic novel. Yeah, you know. This is your bedtime reading? Uh? Uh, actually, it is, yeah. It is my bedtime reading. Wow. It's what I read before I go to bed, yeah.
0: I mean, the cover looks damn cool. Uh. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, mouse, M A U S. If you have, if you, if you, I mean, yeah, if you like to read
1: about, um, if you like graphic novels that deal with very serious issues like Watchmen and all that, I'm sure
0: Mouse would be up there as well. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This looks dark, man, but cool. Yeah. Cool, cool, man. Cool. Awesome. Well. Um. Yeah. That was a nice long podcast, mm. and I guess we'll talk to y'all soon. Peace.